3: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire, brought to you by Regents Bank.
4: Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully, you're off work. Luckily for you, old Dirty, and the dilf, The big dill. And Psycho T have the latest. The latest is hey, happy President's Day. I know some of you are off, but we appreciate you all for hanging out with us on this Monday. As we uh as we try to give you, uh, that entertainment that you're looking for, however you're listening to us, uh, we appreciate you for listening to us, listening to us on Sports Radio 610, We appreciate that on the Odyssey app. We appreciate that, and those of you who are watching us and taking us in via YouTube and Twitch, we also appreciate you daily. Please subscribe. Let others know to su- subscribe. Don't let Tyler make you. Change your mind because he's winking and sticking his tongue out at you. Uh, the, it's That's just, weird. It's just stop, man. Keep your tongue in your mouth.
3: <laughs> That's what he was doing right before he was trying to order some more shots the other night at Kirby Ice House. <laughs> I bet it was. Sounds like, like sounds like uh, that. He, that would, turn, he would turn from doing that but to us would. asking us for shots and then like looking at a tattoo on his arm. Yeah, I, bet <laughs> it, I bet it was. I bet it was. All oh, right. Wow. Y'all know this guy?
4: <laughs> I just want him to stop. Um, All right, uh, so we appreciate that, and we apologize as well. Um, Titus Howard, I first saw this from our guy, uh, John Crumpler, laid this out. Titus Howard, it looks like he uh, made an addition to his profile page on Twitter. It says, uh, in all caps, fellas, right tackle only for the Houston Texans. That's what it says. He plays right tackle in all caps, right tackle only. Then he went back to the lower's on Houston for the Houston Texans. Wow, dude. So uh Titus Howard clearly wants to let it be known that he is a right tackle and a right tackle only. Do you get the sense that they have when I say they, the Houston Texans, the coaching staff, Bobby Sloick, everybody, uh D'Amico, have uh have come to the point where they will uh they will if they need a if they need assistance at the guard spot that Titus Howard is not the name they will call. Them.
3: Yes, yeah. Look, I, I think it's priority right now for the Houston Texans. I, I think, I think, I think it's priority um, along with adding the talent and the pieces that you need to, to to take the team to the next level. Is it's priority that you find an answer at the left guard position, not named Titus Howard. He's got to play right tackle. You have paid him as such. Let him play right tackle, and then your left guard has to be answered. Now, I, I, that's that's where I'm at with with. Titus Howard. There was a time when I said, look, you, the one reason to pay him as much as you paid him is because he's the best right tackle you got, one of the best in the game, and he can flex down to guard if and when you need him. In fact, he can play four of the five positions on the offensive line. He did not play well at left guard. In fact, I'd argue he played bad at left guard. And so now that's off the table. You paid him the money, play him at right tackle, and fill the void at left guard, uh, whether that's with somebody that's in-house and and uh, they're ready to rock and roll, or you got to go out and find somebody Ron, I, I I think I agree wholeheartedly with Titus Howard, right tackle only, and there are no other options. If he swings, he plays left tackle. If indeed Laramie Laramie Tunsil goes down, uh, knock on wood, hope it never happens. But that's the 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 rest of the of, of Titus Howard's NFL career needs to be on the edge one way or another. Now, Ron, I, I don't know how an NFL player that just signed an extension, that's got that got that bread. Wakes up on a Monday morning and says, "Man, let me go on and make this statement in my bio on my on my Twitter page. Let me go on and let everybody know I don't play no damn interior offensive line. I am a right tackle only. Um, I, I don't know where where that that kind of that thought process comes from, but <laughs> I do I do I damn sure agree with him. Fun. He does, does he does have a little fun on social media. Teach your own. I agree wholeheartedly with him, and I, and I hope he is. I hope he's sharing that message personally, verbally, with D'Amico, Ryans and and, uh, and Nick Casario as well.
4: See, I I, I would I would wonder from you all, and the Drive family can jump in on YouTube and Twitch and, and on the text line as well. But you fellas, how would you say the the Q rating is for Titus Howard right now? How how people feel here within the fan base about Titus Howard? You think it's you think it's a positive thing or it's a meh. I think it's meh. Yeah, I I feel like it's just mm. either meh or disappointed.
3: I agree. I, I I think it's I think it's probably more towards disappointed because, because of when, the money now. The, the first money. round draft pick, um, and and now now one of the, the highest paid offensive linemen in the game. Yeah, I mean I I think I think they they now a lot of that is is because of Bill O'Brien, and and, and then because of obviously the mess of 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 a the, the uh, David Cully and Lovey Smith before getting to this point and, and it hadn't all been on him but no it has at the end of the day I mean it's it's it's, it's not fair or unfair I mean it's just it is what has what has happened and Titus Howard's got to get back to right tackle
4: but with that point that you guys have made either meh or maybe slightly disappointed and now I think that meh turns into disappointment because of the contract a top 5 right tackle in the game even though it's not all been his fault I don't think he has been put in the exact best situation to to be as successful as he could, but he's going to have to be really good this year. Absolutely, like he like if you think about some of the people who have pressure to perform well. I mean, you don't nearly normally think about oh the, the offensive like the offensive line. You come out of the, you come out of the Ravens game in some of the games where they struggled. It was the lack of the lack of ability to be able to run the football. Sometimes pressure got away. And then with what we saw of him, he was poor even outside of the position. I think there are a lot of people think, I know he was playing left guard and he's a right tackle, but damn, he shouldn't yeah. have looked that bad. I think there's a lot of pressure and a, and, and a lot of pressure for him to play well this year. So despite, despite, I think, being in a position where he wasn't put, you know, every day since he's been here in the best – Possible position to succeed, I think this year is a huge deal. Year two in that contract, that he has a bounce back, a major bounce back season.
3: Well, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly, Ron. I, I I think Titus Howard's got a real chance to be the guy that jumps on the scene this year for the Texans. If I'm being honest, you got the you got the the contract now. Now earn it, and and quite frankly, there's been there there's been a low bar set. Again, for many reasons, but by Titus Howard at this point, if he play, if he stays healthy and plays an entire season at right guard, decides to flip that switch, that switch and 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 be uh, play a more physical brand of offensive line. Athletically, he's going to be fine. He can hold up against the best pass rushers in the game. Um, if, if he if if he if he plays the game at a more physical level, I think he could be a guy we could be talking about this time next year about how he jumped on the scene and, and nobody – like, Nico Collins this year is that guy. I'm like, wow, holy cow, nobody saw that coming. Like, I think Titus Howard could be that dude uh, next year. Um, now, when you look at how he played guard, it, 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 you're right. I mean, not all of it was because he's playing out of position. There was a severe lack of of, of physicality there um, with everybody, not just him. And, and, and I, now I don't know if that was the decision that he made, how he wants to play the game, or if that was a communication issue and he just wasn't real sure – of what his responsibilities were But either way it goes The communication's got to get better The 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 willingness to be more physical Has 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 got to pick up And if so, I think Titus Howard could, could surprise a we lot We
4: can't of. be doing segments next year of And George Fent Played as well as him or better Agreed Not, oh, for, no, not, for, no. <laughs> not for the amount of money he's Agreed. making Agreed He's got to be a real force The strength of this team has to be the tackles Um, for this team, and and, and that starts with him. So he is a right tackle. He's letting everybody know this is a big year for him at right tackle.
2: Five o'clock fire.
4: All right, uh, Clint, uh, as uh, pitchers and catchers reported last week, we're starting to see players fall in and get to Florida and get to camp as well, including Alex Bregman, and he's going to be one to really watch. This is a big season. This is a contract year for him. This was Alex Bregman. Uh, talking about where he is right now coming off the offseason.
5: Best offseason I've ever had. I feel uh, incredible getting here. I was able to spend a ton of time with my wife and son. And We trained at XO, so it's great. Um, My body feels in incredible shape. Swing feels better than ever, and looking forward to a great, healthy season.
4: There it is. Best shape of his life, baby. Good, healthy season. I like to hear that. This one, though, this cut here, Clint, really interests me because – I just didn't see that this was needed, but this was him talking about what he has done with his body from last year uh, and, and to going into the start of this season.
5: Some years I'll put on maybe fifteen or ten, but our job now is to, I'm, at, I'm right around like two hundred four, two hundred seven fluctuates, but I'm trying to keep it as close to that for for the full season as possible. And last year I, I maintained really well. I was I ended the year at like one ninety six or seven and. In the two weeks you take off during the offseason, you lose a little, little bit of weight just because you're just not in it and, and you're kind of relaxing a little bit. But as soon as we started training, boom, it, it got back on, and I feel feel faster, stronger, and and um, obviously you gain weight with that. You don't want to gain weight and be slower and, and kind of stuck in the mud. You want to be ready to roll.
4: Clint, he's gained 23 pounds since the offseason. Is that correct, Tyler? 23 pounds? Yes, 23 LBs. I did, I'm – how you? I never looked at Alex Bregman and thought, "Boy, that guy needs 25 pounds." I never, I, I never. That is interesting to me now. I guess maybe the way he's talked about it now, he didn't put on 25 the way that I believe that we could put on 25. Look like he put on 25 more. Yeah, I mean, you know, muscular, yeah. muscularly, muscularly, whatever the hell I'm trying to say. Um, but I mean, I guess the power <laughs> would increase, but. Damn! I never looked at him and thought, "Boy, he's got a he's got to put on some
3: weight." The only reason that this worries me about Bregman, and I don't remember all the details, but I, I do remember a couple of years ago he came in he having had all the leg injuries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and he came in talking about how he had done this and done that, and it just it it was just he even I believe I'm speculating I know he didn't use the words, but I even think he even by mid year realized it was all, it was all a mistake. However, he had worked out in the offseason season was was uh, was not the best thing for him. So. That's the thing that worries me about Bregman. I, I I don't, I don't understand. Like that is a huge weight. Like that's a that's, that's twenty five pounds. Did he say that in that audio or twenty three? Did he, did he say this.
4: it? He didn't say it in that audio, but it's been reported. I mean, and that
3: that is, that is that is a ton of weight for any athlete to swing in one off season. I mean, it's it's hard to put on. Like you can't put on twenty three pounds of muscle in an offseason. Not Not a baseball offseason. season. Hell, yeah. they just got done in October. Yeah. I mean, that, you, you can't put on twenty three pounds in, of You're of really of that. muscle in three months. Yeah. I mean, i been out of the game a minute. I, you can't do that naturally. I mean, hell, that'd be hard to do. So, I, look, I, I don't. I mean, that's the only reason. If it, it, Bregman just seemed it, and I, this, I, we've said this. It seems like year in year out. Like Bregman's always. I don't know if he's just being more transparent than other players, but it always seems like he's up to something in the off with his body. Trying to fix something, gaining weight, losing weight, doing this, doing that, lower body, upper body. It just, like, you would think by this time, what is he, 29 years old? 29, yep. You would think that Bregman would find a kind of a sweet spot of, hey, man, I need to be 215. Or, well, I guess his, he, he ain't, ain't 215 because then he'd be, he'd be a lot heavier. You know, it's 198 or, or 205, whatever. That's my sweet spot's where I need to be. You would think by now he'd have that figured out.
4: Yeah. He said he had to put on some weight, I guess. that's a, that, Yeah, that is... That is an interesting watch. It does sound like I'm, I'm gonna get these power numbers up, Jack. Well, going into it, this, uh, if it results in more power, I'm, this all, I'm here. Season. I'm here for it. Going into this offseason. you, know, season, you
3: know, one of the, one of the things talking about just uh, not necessarily power. I don't know exactly what he's trying to get accomplished, but I did notice, and, and fans will notice, assuming it holds up, is uh, it appears that Pena has changed, changed yeah, he's his, look at. his oh, yeah. at bats, his his uh, swing. There's no more. Everybody knows how he used to drop the barrel of the bat. Down by his right bicep, real far back behind him, kind of in a weird manner. Now he's bouncing it on his shoulder, kind of like Michael Brantley did. Yeah, I'm watching um, right now. It got him going one on uh, going uh, going
4: against uh, Josh Hader right now. Good luck, you can Pena. see it.
3: Good good luck, Pena. But it's definitely a different look, right? It's, it's it's that Brantley bounce on the shoulder instead of dropping it behind your your right your right bicep kind of deal. So. Um, which I never, I, I never have like those real unorthodox swings. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, if somebody just does it and that's how they got there, then then there ain't no sense in, in changing it. Remember, Boy, Mickey, would, you remember Mickey? Tettleton? I remember the name, but I don't remember the tigers.
4: Same. He used to hold it out just straight like this,
3: real low. Just hold, yeah. hold it out like that. If, if that's how somebody gets there, cool. I mean, there ain't no sense in changing how somebody gets there. But when they get there and they start, they start tweaking their swing and it's like crazy changes, to unorthodox changes. I never have, I never have like that.
4: Yeah, uh, interesting. To see, he said it, boy. He said this. Uh, he expects this to be the best season he's ever had. It'd be well, nice if he does that. Then uh, the, the contract talks will will really really move up uh, for him, and he'll get what it is that he hopes he can get.
3: The clock, fire.
4: All right, big game tonight, big Monday as uh, U of H. They move up to number two in the polls that came out today. They face uh, which essentially will be for. Uh, the lead in the Big 12 uh, regular season crown right now. They are tied up top with Iowa State. Both teams in the top six. Iowa State moves up uh, to the to, to the number six ranking right now. Both eight three in the Big 12. This a uh, this will be a big game, a hot ticket tonight at the Petita Center as a uh, as one of the toughest teams in uh, in college basketball. U of H. They'll face Iowa State. Iowa State has been on a roll right now they got a couple of guys that just seem to find their way to shooting. I, Iowa State, they God, they got to get on my damn nerves. They do this to my team all the time. they got about two guys that don't read the scouting report. Two guys that just just some, sometimes like to show up and just say, you know what, tonight I'm shooting threes, and I'm making them. I know I shoot 29% for the season. <laughs> they, had a guy, they had a guy that played Kansas a couple weeks back, hit made four on the season. Got in for three for five.
3: Saved his best for, <laughs> for the biggest game, baby. When are you going? When, when's the Kansas game?
4: March 9th. final game of the season uh, against uh, against Houston at the Pratita Center. We'll see what happens in that game. If that game will mean anything, as uh, my my team has dropped a couple on the road, um, but they can't lose anymore to try to try to stay pace with these two teams. But this will be this will be a good college basketball game. Tonight. I mean, I'm I'm probably I'm gonna bet
3: on U of H in that game.
4: Oh, I wonder what's the over under in that game. These on these march are, night uh, oh uh, the over under in, I'm talking about in points i wonder what the over under in tonight's in, game or that, that game i mean the march total night. points i'm sorry what's yeah the over under and total points in tonight's game tonight's game yeah tonight's game
0: 131 and a half
4: 131 points
0: mhm i'm on the under oh you should be
4: mm-hmm. I, I, i'm thinking to myself that this these are two of the best defensive teams in the country i i mean I, if i if i didn't have you know just you know a lot of things going on like kids and a dog I would put money on i I I feel very confident 131 and the hook the half but yeah so you need 132 you need the over oh I'm taking the under nah,
0: these under. two teams
4: play these two teams play lacrosse
0: come with me playing basketball I'm and I I'm, are you already betting it T? yeah I already have action on this feels like a, on
4: the under this mm-hmm. feels like a 61 to 58 ball game maybe 59 50, Three U of H. That's what this feels like tonight. Put a stack on it. I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. See, this is why I can't. You want
0: me to lock in for this a Benji? This is why I can't gamble. Because All right, I got you. I, I like. Yeah, he's going to lock I, you in on hundred. Like
4: I've watched these two teams too much, and I feel very confident. And then just like the boys tried to do with me when we we're in Vegas, and I told him I was like, "Oh, bet the under on Kansas, Kansas State." Well, and then that sucker hits, went to overtime. Oh,
3: if that hits you're off the hook, man. That was an under all day. It, went, it stayed it went under, too. They, they even, it stayed. Yeah, it still hit, didn't it? Still it still hit, yep. yeah.
4: I can't do it, though. I can't miss it. Man, but you, I mean, you'll win this. Scary ass. I am, man. God, I, I am really thinking about it. I mean, 131 and a half? <laughs> yeah, man. No chance. No chance. <laughs> all right, coming up, what do you think the Texans need to do? What would you feel if it was your vote, if you could push the button, would you push the button that they got? All right, we've, we put our focus It puts our chips to the table. Amber Rose. Yeah, Amber's on my mind. We push our chips to the table for the Texans to be really aggressive in free agency or to continue to be aggressive and build through the draft like they did before. You want them to go heavy on draft or heavy with resources in free agency. We'll discuss that next.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
4: all right, welcome back into the drive as we uh keep you rolling here on this uh this beautiful Monday. And I I wanna go, I wanna go here. And I want your participation. Text in 7135724610. Those of you on YouTube and Twitch, you know we like to, to uh, communicate with you. You can go ahead and, and give your thoughts there as well. Uh, and hell, if you're in your car, you can just sit there and just say them out loud or at your desk so anybody can hear you. Where, where are you at right now with your Texans in this offseason? All right, because they got a whole lot, fellas. They got a whole lot that they can do. They got money, third in the league in terms of cap space available to use. They've got picks. They still have picks from the Browns. They got they have their own. They've got picks where they can improve this team big time. But where do you think they should go? Because they have, they have got this, this team to this point by building through the draft. Right. Derek Stingley is a guy two years ago that really came on late. has been a big piece for them. He's been their best corner uh, and was the uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Month uh, late in the season. Will Anderson, who they moved up to go get, they got aggressive to get him at three last year, was the, uh, the, the Rookie of the Year defensively. Obviously, C.J. Stroud and what he did and how he changed things. Tank Dell as well in the draft the last couple of years. They've been able to build this up. Through the draft, Jalen Petrie, however you feel about him, he has still been a guy that has been a starter and above that, or at least an average player uh, in his time here. Or do you think it's time to really use that money that they have available, not just to go and be aggressive and sign in their own dues they got, but they should be aggressive in trying to swing for the fences when it comes to free agency? You think the – the focus should be more on improving this team through free agency or through the draft. Where do you stand when it comes to the Texans this offseason?
3: I think it's without a doubt free agency. I agree wholeheartedly with the promo that is that is playing of of John Lopez saying uh, how big, talking about how big free agency is. Look, that this team is at a point where you you just you're wasting a year if you draft guys this year and. Hope that they develop in an off season and half a season and hope they're playing like Will Anderson and CJ Stroud. Hope you hit those and get that again. Hope you hit those. Or if, if you sit around and you hope the the Kenyon Greens, uh, Juice Scruggs, uh um you know, the, those those types of guys. I'll even say some of the ones that are that are developing, right? The the the, the Christian Harris's, the Jalen Petries. Like if you just sit around and and think we'll draft guys, and it'll be okay. If it takes them a year or two to develop, and and we'll just we'll be patient with them, and when they get there, you know they'll they'll end up being good. trackers. Yeah, right. Like how long did
4: it take for you to start to really feel good about Christian Harris?
3: Two years. About a year and a half. I was gonna say a year, year and, and, and a half. Yeah, yeah. Second year. Year two is when year it happened. year two in the, second, the Collins, second half of the season. Right. Nico Collins year three. Right. I mean, it's 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 nice that C J. Will and Tank and and those guys hit, but I mean we're talking about going from. We're talking about going from the second round of the playoffs to an AFC championship and potentially a Super Bowl. How are you going to get there? It's not through the draft, man. It is 10 out of 10, Ron. The, the answer to your question is free agency in a huge, huge way. This team is primed and ready. In fact, I'll say they're good enough. This team is good enough right now where I don't believe that a 2024 draft pick, any of them, your premium picks or anybody, any, any, any diamond they find in the rough – None of those guys are going to impact this football team in a way that is going to be like, that guy helped me beat Baltimore. That guy helped me beat Kansas City. That guy right there allowed me and gave us a better chance to make a run to an AFC championship and hopefully a Super Bowl in the next two years. It, it, it ha- absolutely, this is a, for the Houston Texans, this is a veteran free agent to get better and establish yourself as, as a a. Mainstay in the playoffs and a serious threat to the best teams in the AFC.
4: Yeah, someone texting. Give me a top free agent on offense and one on defense and fill the needs in the draft. Is where this person wants to go. Swing on the swing for a player on offense and defense, uh, and then fill fill the holes in the draft. I I think the question off of that to 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 really, you know, pose yourself is if you're a Texans fan. Do you believe they're realistic moves, right? Like, yeah, hell yeah. If you were to say, yeah, the, the Texans, they're gonna add, they're gonna add Justin Matabike. BK, they're gonna add, uh, they're gonna add Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley. Like, yeah, well, hell, if they add all three of them, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know that that is realistic that they're gonna be able to do all of that. But do you think there are realistic moves in your mind that are absolutely doable? where the Texans, you say, all right, they add that piece or that piece and this piece that's realistic that they can do, and you say to yourself, all right, I'm ready to say they can compete to get to New Orleans, and to get to New Orleans, and that is going through the the Bills, the Ravens, and the Chiefs, who I think are three teams that are at least right now definitively ahead of them. Do you feel like there are realistic moves that can be made in which they can be on that level? Because if you do, then I think yes. Because there are some teams that can make moves, but that doesn't mean that they're ready to – like multiple moves that kind of put them in a situation where, boy, if this doesn't work out, this is going to maybe take a step. You think they're there. If there are the realistic moves out there that they can make,
3: yes, absolutely, I believe they're there. And and the question, my only question is, Nick and D'Amico, are, are they feeling that way? Are, are are they feeling froggy? Are they ready to jump in this free agent pool and give themselves a chance to win a Super Bowl? I I, I believe if they're aggressive, um, look, they they are a team that that players around the league would love to play for, and I say that both because the city of Houston. And and D'Amico Rines and the staff that they've put together right now, I believe it's and CJ Stroud being there. By the way, I, I believe this is a destination place for guys. Like I think you, I, I think Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans being a Galveston guy. I think you got an upper hand on Mike Evans. The fact that you've got so so I mean the destination one, the destination I believe for multiple reasons now, not just because of the damn city, I I believe is a place that guys are gonna want to play in. Number two, you got the cap space. You're one of a handful of teams that's got the kind of cap space that you have right now. You you can you can and look, I don't want you to get reckless with it, but you can ultimately outbid for guys that you know that you want and you gotta have to go win a Super Bowl. You you've got the money, you got the means, you got the you got the location, you got the desire to be here, you got CJ Stroud, you got the draw. Absolutely, I believe that they're there, Ron. No question about it. It's it's, it's how aggressive do these guys do these guys want to be?
4: Yeah, yeah. I just I think a you give me impact players on both sides of the ball. I'm wondering, do I say all right? They can play on the field with the Ravens and the Chiefs. Well, I got to see what those what those players would look like and what those impact players would look like. Uh, because I, I guess with the free agency thing, it doesn't mean that you can't build, still build the draft. Yeah. But if they do it the way they have done it, the impact was going to have to be from the draft because you weren't bringing in free agents that stacked up to be better than those guys. right? You didn't bring in big-time free agents. Right. The, like, like last year, it's Blake Cashman, or maybe Dalton Schultz kind of was, was close and Jimmy Ward, no, we're they, close. But those, but those, those, those are both
3: one-year guys. Jimmy wasn't, but uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's not a one-year guy, was he? Was no, Jimmy I don't think so, Dalton no. was. But I mean, so those are guys that obviously were down to, hey, we're getting a one-year deal. Like I'm talking about guys that aren't accepting one-year deals. But yeah,
4: but still, like if this team was going to have a special season like they had, it was going to be Will and CJ, CJ yeah. making the major impact this year. I think where you're saying they're drafting in the 20s, 23. Yeah, like you want. You want a big time free agent to where you know they're going to be yep. the big impact, and not and not just from the draft. Because if you got to depend on pick twenty three in the second round or whatever, I don't know if you are going to. I don't know if that's going to get it done. Yeah, to get well, you up to. I
3: mean, look look at it, Ron. I mean, here is the deal. I, I I believe this with with what's in place right now in Houston. You give me you give me Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift, or Josh Jacobs. One of the three at the running back position. And then you look outside, anything from – and I know T. Higgins may get franchised, but anything from T. Higgins to Mike Evans to add to this receiving core. And, and, I, and I believe that C.J. Stroud in the Houston Texans offense with Bobby Slug pulling the trigger and C.J. Stroud at quarterback. Puts them I, on the same that I believe they, lane, can, they can go into a ball game and they can score with anybody in the league. They can score with anybody in the league. Now, if you if you bump up against Kansas City's defense or San Francisco's defense or, or Baltimore's defense, defense, then obviously you're going to get some help from your own defense. But when you, you, you put that guy – you put T. Higgins or, or Mike Evans and then you put any one of those three running backs in the backfield, I believe you got an offense – that can keep up with anybody out there, and you. So you play the offensive game, right? If you don't ha- have the opportunity, or if you don't, if if Di- D'Amico doesn't see it that way, which he probably doesn't, because he's mentioned he wants to, he wants to add to the defensive front. Okay, add to the defensive front, and now you're a more balanced attack. You play better defense. You don't have to be as explosive on the offense side of the football. I'm fine with that. But my point is, is you've gotten this, all the juice you're gonna get out of this damn mid-range free agent, good culture. Good soldiers, everybody doing the right thing. Do your jet damn job. You've got all the juice out of that squeeze. You're gonna get
4: now. It's gonna now. It's time to go big. Now it's
3: time to go. Now it's time to go big and and see if you can't win this thing. To your point, you got four years of, on CJ Stroud and Will Anderson. You got four years on on those guys' rookie deal. Man, you got to make the most of it. Don't wait two two more years to go. Man, damn, we sure need a top tier running back. Yeah. I mean. It's,
4: it's the time to this time to go go forward. Yep. For a minute. All right, coming up. Speaking of one of those guys you talked about, there's numbers out on Mike Evans, and I and I wonder if this would slow you down on maybe bringing in a Mike Evans. We'll discuss that coming up next.
3: Sports Radio Six Ten presents the Drive with
4: Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into uh, the Drive. Remember, remember tomorrow. In this hour, don't forget your chance to win a pair of tickets. And you'll see Luke Bryan. We got Jelly Roll in the three o'clock hour. Luke Bryant in the five o'clock hour tomorrow. So uh make sure you uh you listen and 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 listen for that right here on Sports Radio 610 on the drive. You'll be able to win a pair of tickets uh here on Tuesday during. This period of the rodeo, every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll have a chance to. Just uh, uh, one
0: correction on that though. Tomorrow, both of our giveaways are jelly roll. Oh, they both jelly roll. Yeah, and then we'll do Luke Bryan on Thursday. Thursday? Luke Bryan on yeah.
4: Thursday. Okay, both tomorrow jelly roll, and then Luke
3: Bryan on Thursday. Well, I knew Luke was this week. Um, Luke's so, one. Of, Luke's one of those back. You know, back uh, in early in his early days, man, he was voice that could that could that could sing with the best of them traditionally. But seeing what the best of him and, the, and then because of because of the, the the pop movement boy he he uh really has a a uh he's got a, a different a, sound now it, well he's got a real teeny bopper um uh following if you will because he you know he got real big into into uh some of the different like basically
4: well, I watch him on American Idol he's a he's one of the judges on American Idol yeah well yeah I
3: mean look he's big he, he's big time but um, to, in my opinion, like it's hard for me. Like you, to you you could go and he, he, phenomenal voice. I mean, he, people are, like I, I'll argue that his voice is one of the best in country music when he first came in, and and it was it was more of a traditional vibe. And now you go to his show, you, you're fighting the teeny bopper squeals, man. I mean, they're screaming at the stage, and I mean it is it is <laughs> yes the whole t- it's it's really a different, for Lucas. It's a it's a different deal now. Um, like clearly, in the office. well, well clearly true. he's following the paper now. I mean, it, it's cash, huh? Why not? But yeah, uh, man. yeah, man, yeah. I mean, it's but just, I'm sure so, he'll
4: play the old hits too. Oh man. yeah,
3: hell yeah. I mean, he, you talk about it, he'll have a hard time at the rodeo. I I bet at the rodeo he plays more of his more of his stand and and George Strait type. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know what he what Luke will do. He's probably I've seen. Like, I multi- have a mixed crowd of of. Yeah, but you're so far away from the crowd that it's hard to it's hard to really like he's one of he's one of them big tall good-looking dudes who wants to run out there in some tight britches and shake his butt kind of deal.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the
3: ladies love that man's yeah, ass. Yeah, he, he's he's one of those. He's one of those. <laughs> really? He's, he's a, one of those he's butt, shake shakers. butt. He's a yes, butt. shake his butt. He wears yes. skin-tight what's it, what's denim his, jeans. What's his song? Shake it shake it for me. Shake it for me, girl. Yeah, I, I, I think getting at him? Me, Is that him or no? But anyway, yeah. Sounds he, like. He's him. got, he's really plays. He's an ass shaker? Oh, he really plays towards the old the old tight jeans. and His and, jeans and, are tighter than Dwight oh, yeah. Yoakum's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, big, tall, good looking son, but do what you want to do, do what you got to do, son. I'm, 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 whatever. But it's, the point is, is it's, it's really, I think it's probably, I look at it. Probably a little more difficult to pull that off at the rodeo when you're, when you're that far away from everybody. Wow. So we'll see.
4: Yeah, he does. He shakes his ass. Seeing it right there. What'd would, would wow. you, you
3: Google? What'd you Google to find it?
4: Uh, Luke Bryan, shaking <laughs> <Nah>. that ass. <laughs> hey,
3: leave that leave that computer laying around here somewhere. Luke they're Bryan. gonna look at they gonna look at at at, shaking uh, at, that Ron, ass. <laughs> at Ryan's search history. I Luke Bryan shaking that ass. Well, have, I, I we'll see have that, a good rumor started tomorrow, boy. I
4: see the guy on <laughs> on, uh, on on American Idol. I didn't know he was a. Uh, let me get out here. Yeah, I see him. Is. Look at Luke bringing it. Give Luke, me Luke, some man. of that ass, Luke. Oh, yeah, man. oh man. yeah, Luke. Yeah, uh, man, Luke bringing that ass to shake. Oh, I yeah, Luke, Luke, he's got enough to spare. That ain't doing
0: it. Luke for me. spends Luke, Luke spends
3: you. a lot of time doing that he's kind of thing. Oh, oh, he clear. spends a lot of time on that. Where it used, to – and he can still sing that. Don't get me wrong, but it some of his before he got real. Maybe he just came out of shell. Before he loosened him, he, yeah. I mean, that, some of that old stuff is is really really good. Uh, but Jelly Roll, back to our, our conversation earlier in the show about country music. Like Jelly Roll is a. Um, is a newer age country artist where it's a little bit more outlaw, a little bit more southern, southern rock, and and kind of kind of off the beaten path for your traditional country.
4: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, somebody somebody strong about Luke Bryan here.
3: What happened?
4: He sucks. He's a big sellout. Yeah. Like you said, amazing voice, but very little substance in his recent songs. Well, I mean, I,
3: well, look, I, I just
4: somebody said last time he was at the rodeo, he played all the oldies.
3: I would imagine. I mean, it would make more sense for him to play his his older stuff than it than it would some yeah, especially of the. Late I don't late know late. though. Some of them are on are so they're they're huge hits. He's got to play them. I mean, huge Like that one. Hits. Shake
4: it. I, mean, I know that. I've heard that
3: one. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, so he's gonna he's gonna make them, he's gonna make them squeal in there. Now they're gonna they're gonna Why be not? they're gonna be top of their lungs yelling. There ain't no doubt about it. Good for them. Mine better stay in her seat. Yeah.
4: Calm down now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh All right, uh we're starting to see some uh some numbers come in and I've seen anywhere from 80 to 90. I know you've seen 90 plus million on Mike Evans, the receiver uh with the Tampa book, Buc- Tampa Bay Buccaneers that actually there've been some sites and I heard in the loop talking about it that the Texans are slightly the bet- betting favorite to uh to bring him in and Four years, 80 is what I've seen. I've seen three years, 80. You said you've seen three years, 90-something million.
3: Are those all doable for you? I'm damn serious. Sure will those four, all be doable for you? Four-year, 80? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you bet you. It's, I look at that as a bargain. I look at that as a bargain. I mean, you, you bring that guy in here right now, and, and, and if, if Nico Collins is anywhere near what he showed us this year, and if Tank Dale is anywhere near what he showed us this year, you you've potentially got one of the better receiving cores in the, in the in the NFL at that point in time. If 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 Nico Collins is really a guy that can, and now with Mike Evans, he may not get the the volume, but if he is literally a guy that can that that has great hands, can run through tackles, is a great route runner, uh, the run after catches is, is is ridiculous. Um, if he is really that guy, and Tank Dale is as freaky as we think he is, and, and he showed this year, you add Mike Evans to that. You, you've got one of the better uh receiving cores in the league one through three mm. so yeah i mean that that to me 20 a year now depending on what's guaranteed i mean that that you know i mean obviously you don't no. fully guarantee that thing I, I i would you know whether you go two or three years fully guaranteed is is a big part of 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 him wherever he signs i would imagine but um hell yeah man mike mike Evans you kidding me how many Tyler
4: you're a mike Evans fan how many how many good years How many real good years do you think Mike Evans has? Because if you bring in Mike Evans, you want him to be a straight-up one receiver like he has been his entire life. How many good years at that do you think he he
0: has? You see, and I've asked myself that, but I struggle with it because the dude has shown no signs to this point of dropping off. Now, we know it's cliche, father time's undefeated. We know he's getting older. We know he's in his 30s, but he hadn't shown any signs of drop-off. I'm going to say – Two maybe three years. I like it.
4: See, yeah, the if two get- years. I feel really good about the next two years mm-hmm. that Mike Evans will still resemble the Mike Evans. Mike Evans, we've we at least saw this year. I think there's a little bit of a drop from when he was in his complete like year eight yeah. to to now, which will be year twelve in the league for him. But I think for the next two years. So if it's something where it's like. I feel a lot more comfortable. Like for me, I don't even care about the, the, the money. I like if they see the money and they can make the money work. Yeah. Like I don't. Like I don't. I, I'm fine with it. It's the years in which you're like, all right, we're gonna have him. We de- we're gonna depend on him being and pay him at a high high level. You know, de- feeling like we're gonna depend on him for the next
3: three years. Yeah,
4: that that one, I wonder if he can be. That in year fourteen.
3: Well, well, yeah. I mean, look. The question is to me. The question is because the the, the skill set, the skill that Mike has that you worry about falling off is just the sheer speed. Right now, he has the ability to run by damn near anybody in the league. Right at any point in time. The 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 good thing about Mike Evans is because my my concern would be more about father time and an injury. It wouldn't be father time and and a decline. Like because I believe you look at Mike Evans and in the red zone. He is a straight up, he's a straight up problem. He is a quarterback, catch it. How quickly can you throw the alley oop problem? Right. And you don't have that right now. And and he is an elite tracker of the football. Now, some of that has to do with his speed, obviously, but a lot of that has to do with hand eye coordination, ball, ball hand eye coordination. Like, I don't think he loses that. The 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 thing that that Mike Evans, for me, big big like the big scare is Late in career, a lot of mileage, blows a knee up. Boom, done. Right. That's more of the worry for me than boy, from year two. I like him through two years, but that third one really scares me. And because even if he declines at that point in time, I still think he's going to be a problem in a, in the a, a red zone.
4: If they go out and make a move like this, right? We've heard we've heard about Mike Evans. We've heard about I'm I'm looking at it, guys coming up behind us, Texans all axis John Harris, Mark Vandermeer, they just I just saw John Harris retweet this. Like I said, they're coming up right behind us. He said they'll be uh they'll be talking about going after signing a Mike Evans or trading or signing a Brandon Ayuk. Like they're talk they're gonna be talking about the receiver market and free agency or potential trades coming up. Does this mean that if they make this move, you're like, all right, I'm understand maybe Nico's not gonna be long term. Like or in this in your mind you're thinking Mike Evans and Nico because they could play one more year with Nico but then after that they're gonna to have to make a move and sign Nico like are you that's the other part of this is you're gonna pay Mike Evans or or one of these guys yeah does that Look, mean you're
3: also going to pay Nico it's a problem that I would welcome I so like I'm, to not, figure I'm, out gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you year, right you're not I don't sure. like to pay Nico stuff right now like I like I it was a hell of a season don't get me wrong. If he follows that up, and I don't even care if he follows that up with another 12, 13, 1400 yard season, I don't need that. I think that's unfair to expect from the kid, for being honest. But if he follows it up with the ability to stay healthy and the ability to change the game the way he did this year, I don't care if he has 900 yards. If he does it the same way, but just doesn't see the volume, then we got to talk about paying the guy right but right now you you got to see more i mean you can't cuz the type of money he's going to command at 64 215 after a 14 1300 yard season um if he follows that up with a monster season
4: if it, he gets over 1000 yards again next
3: year yeah i mean it, it's it, it's uh, i'll tell you this
4: you'd be in a situation where we've paid big money to Mike Evans and now is Nico really the best? Well, yeah, guy yeah moving but, forward.
3: No, look, I, I tell you, I, I need, I, I need one more year. It would be a hell of a problem to have, and um, you know, look, it, it would be very, very doable still with with those guys if if obviously your interior offensive line pans out right now. If you got to go out there and pay another guard, how long is Shaq Mason's deal? Three or four years. If you got to go out there and pay another guard. Like another veteran guard, a, a good chunk of money, and now you got four of your five offensive linemen that you're paying a good chunk of money to, and two of your receivers, and you're going to have to pay Dalton Schultz if you're going to keep him around to some degree. Like you got to it draw the line. Baller. You got to draw the line somewhere. But right now, I'm not, I'm not passing up. This is a great conversation because it's exactly what I'm afraid of. I'm not passing up Mike Evans. I'm not passing up. So Nico wouldn't even enter the equation in your thoughts. Not are- right now. And I would hope, like hell, in a year from now, we're going, boys. What do we do? Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a problem to have. You know, oh, stereo? It, it's a hell of a problem to have Mike Evans on, on your roster still playing at a, at a thousand-plus yard level and a man beat monster. And Nico monster. coming on. And Nico going, hey, guys, y'all got to pay my ass, too. That's a great problem to have. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Texans All-Access coming up behind us as they'll be talking about this. They said they brought Brandon Iuka to the pitcher as well. Uh, and you what you're talking about is what the Niners are dealing with. They just paid Debo and now they gotta figure out what they want to do with a guy who actually had more yards at receiving uh than Debo did. Uh and uh coming up behind them, Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton. Uh stay tuned for that as um, as they will uh they will have uh, XFL Roughnecks head coach CJ Johnson. He will join the show tonight, 725. So stay tuned for that, Area 5, Bajani and Creighton following. Seven to ten following Texans All Access. All right. I'm glad say? you
0: messed up. I'm not even going to correct what'd I, you. What I say? Area five.
4: Area five. Area forty-five. I mean,
0: he called you Hooli, so yeah. Area um, five, it is.
4: Man. Area. I, I like to get the name of the show right, but area <laughs> area thirty or area forty-five. <laughs> Coming up, high. There's no thirty-six. All right, uh, good show, Tyler. Good show, Clint. I'm Ron Hugley, as always. Houston, we love you, baby. From the text line, both of y'all would have clapped that if gotten the chance. Listen, none of us are denying it.
3: <laughs> Guilty. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how much clapping I can do, but I but I, I mean, the effort would be I, there. The I'm telling you, I'm giving you every
4: effort I've got. This I may, wouldn't I, I, you I, I, I know you the lack of effort.
3: Oh, holy hell.
4: <laughs> this baby cheese Chiefs versus, versus Titans. The then
2: I look at you.